What it do? Nephews. It's your boy, neighbor Nick, down the south side of Pittsburgh. Welcome to episode four with me and my co-hosts Eli, aka Fancy Bread, and Andy Feathers. If it's your first time tuning in, Eli, or Fancy Bread on Instagram, is a mixed media artist, and Andy Feathers is a poet. These two bozos are entertaining, but they lack structure, so I'll keep them as on track as possible talking about life, the times, and a lot about how insufferable each other are. That's where you come in. Roast us, gas us up, whatever gets you guys going. Check the questionnaire each week in our Instagram bio, and we'll respond to the best of your feedback live on air, because, like I said, anybody can do this. It's the anybody can do this show. Here we go again, give you more, nothing less. Back on the mic, is the anti-depressor. Hard rock, no pressure. Yes, we need this. The best is yet to come What it do, nephews? It's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to episode four of the Anybody Can Do This Show. As always, I am joined by my stallion co-host, Eli, a.k.a. Fancy Bread, and Andy Feathers. Boys, how are we doing? Good. Little bull. Yeah, I'm yeah, the little bull. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm kicking up dirt right now. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we just dropped a reunion episode on Monday. We're sitting here Tuesday, ready to record another episode, episode four. Uh, feeling pretty good about it. I mean, not much to say. We kind of wrapped up our week, kind of gave people what was going on on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. So if you missed that, check out the reunion show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my buddy Dave Metzendorf, uh, shout out Michigan Hoops. He's on the staff up there. He actually gave me a call this morning and told me that he really enjoyed the reunion show from Monday, and he's starting to learn the characters like Top Shelf Tom, Gandalf, and uh, all the characters that people leaving feedback are creating. So yeah, keep up the funny stuff. Uh, I know I love it, and people do too. You got to get him to send it to Juwan Howard. That'd be sick. He should. That'd be so sweet. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you got to get on the text horn and do that. Um, Yeah, that's gold. Yeah, but today will be kind of uh, regularly scheduled programming. Our first segment will be Tarn Feathers. We'll give Andy the floor, kind of catch up with him, either see what's going on. I'm, I think he's going to tell uh, another story from his past, as right. he's been doing. Um, after that, we'll jump into the second segment, which, as always, will be Eli Explains, uh, something that's kind of near and dear to his heart or mm-hmm. something that he's passionate on. He's going to take a stance and explain to our resident bozo, Andy Feathers. and. <laughs> nothing you're good and finally we will wrap up with uh at least my favorite segment beat or beat those cheeks uh which i know everybody's gonna want to stick around for so uh without any further ado let's do it let's get in now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about yeah uh okay so i i know this isn't really the it's not necessarily the brightest subject matter for this story, but you know our current world circumstances have just gotten me thinking a lot about uh, you know illness, trauma, people. Quite frankly, people in the hospital. You know, and Nick, you I know you've been asking me to tell this story for a long time since we started the, the I have. podcast. I have. So, I've never heard it, so I've always wanted to hear it selfishly, and I and I just assume that it's going to be another good one. Right. So, yeah. That yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um. So this is the story of the last time that I was in the hospital. Okay. Okay. Um. And it starts. You may have more questions than answers after I give you this background information, <laughs> but um, not unusual when but, talking to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just let's just all uh, listeners. I ask for your patience. I will explain this 
backstory. You'll learn more about this backstory as this segment continues. But it starts with um, my ex-girlfriend and I, let's call her Viv, Vivian, whatever, Viv. Um, we were living in a camper that was parked in my parents' driveway. Which is different from the trailer from when your speeding ticket story. Exactly. Different yes. girlfriend, different, this is different mobile home situation. Yeah, this is when yeah. he was living in his parents' driveway. Yeah, this is when I was living in a camper <laughs> in my parents' driveway. How old are you at this point? Uh, 25. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I could rent a car and everything. Um, yeah, uh. And we, but see, we were refurbishing the campers. That's why we were in my parents' driveway. And one of the things that was happening too um, during that time was my ex-girlfriend. She got commissioned. She was a painter, and she got commissioned a painting for seventy-five hundred dollars. Okay, huge. so yeah, huge. And that was going to be our fund for living in the camper for the next, I don't know, three, four months maybe. It was my life savings at that point, which was not much from vending and um, at PNC Park, and this what she was making on this painting. So as I was working on the campers, I was like, you know what, I'll help you with this painting too. It was a giant oil painting, and she needed obviously a, a frame to stretch it on and then a frame to make it, you know, to frame it out, make it look nice. And so we were framing it with this old antique wood called wormy chestnut and that's it, a real thing yeah it's extinct actually yeah, of course okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> silly me. what else would you be using pine or oak yeah. <laughs> silly me yeah right the wormwood tree yeah. wormy wood sounds like a harry potter thing well we were able to tack on just because of this wormy chestnut frame we were able to tack on like three four hundred bucks yeah know? so I'm working yeah, on... Yeah, that's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adding useless shit to tack on. Yeah, right. Like a car on. salesman, just like, oh, yeah, you need the floor mat protector. Like, <laughs> right. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're going to need the floor mats. Got to charge you for the back and front paint. You're going like, to need the wormy yeah. oak frame. Trust <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm in the garage working on this frame, and um, I was using this old flea market circular saw. Uh, to make Yikes. my cuts, yeah, and uh, but I this this saw was old, reliable to me. I had done the craziest shit. I was like, um, when I was like running this art studio again, like I said, more questions than answers. I'll explain later. Um, I would I would stand on like the top of a ladder and cut the ceiling with this circular saw, Jesus you know. Christ. So like like uh, upside down and shit. So this I I had been through a lot with this saw. So I'm cutting the wormy chestnut, and I'm ripping boards lengthwise, which is really not what you're supposed to do. you're supposed to do with a circular. They advise saw. against that. Yeah, they advise against that. So uh, I caught a knot in the wood. Classic. And the saw kicked back. And I had, this saw was old, so the blade guard was broken. So I would hold it with my hand open while I made the cuts. <laughs> and uh, and it, the saw kicked back, and I was like, ooh, oh boy, okay. You know, it like came towards my stomach and groin, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, all right, okay. Well, I was like... And it, you know that open mouth sort of shock? You know, have you ever, like, split anything open before or yeah. whatever? Yeah, and you're just, like, in so much shock, you don't know what's going on. You, you don't can't feel, feel anything. You're, like, in the tunnel. You're just, like... Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. And then you start the evaluation process. Right, you start the evaluation process. And so mine begins, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm good. I'm definitely going to need stitches here, 
I'm, but that's cool. Like big, no big deal. I'm definitely going to need stitches. And then I pulled my hand up and I was like, holy fuck. You know, it's just like, I was like, my thumb, my thumb is gone. And I started jumping, I started jumping up and down and I looked at the walls of my parents' garage and there was just blood splattered. It was like a haunted house. It was like Halloween. Holy shit. And so, just, just to jump in real quick, Andy, yeah. we will post on Instagram your thumbs side to side <laughs> so people can get it, a, a real perspective on how yeah. much of your thumb you took off. Right, because exactly. Because I feel like it, it, we got to do that yeah. to do it at, justice, man. At, <laughs> took at least half that shit off, dog. Like at, yeah. to the middle knuckle down. Yeah, like it's, at half, least, like, it's half gone. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's half gone. So I I uh, That's nuts. I started sprinting. I was like, and I, I yelled to Viv. I was like, Viv, I'm I'm going to the hospital. I'm running to the hospital. And she was like, and she was like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, I cut my thumb off. I ran past the campers, <laughs> doused the thing in blood, and and you don't have this thing covered at this point. You're just running around. With I your... I stuffed my shirt. Okay. I stuffed it with my shirt. Yeah. Luckily, he lives what a quarter mile away from the hospital. Exactly. Still, yeah. you get that heart rate pump, and that blood's gonna be kicking out of your shirt even harder. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Thank God. There. <laughs> right. Right. Thank God, my parents live so close to the hospital. Yeah. Honestly, it's faster to run there. And and honest, it's and like it was a an, really bad left turn. It right? was an automatic. <laughs> Real tough left. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. It is that yeah. one light. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You're sitting there forever. It was an automatic reaction too because I've done it before like I split my ear open once and walked over to the hospital I, I like did you know I've you got your own entrance yeah, they know, oh, exactly. Andy, yeah, yeah there's like a on. beaten yeah. path through the one uh, gra- like you know yard yeah. piece of grass yeah. there it's just Andy's path it's so. just a homemade <laughs> sign hanging on a tree that says hospital yeah. spelled wrong like this way like, yeah, <laughs> yeah a piece of wood exactly. nailed to the tree exactly so I <laughs> so I got about halfway to the hospital and then I was like holy shit I need my thumb. I need the other piece of my thumb. <laughs> so I had, so I turned around. I started. I I got back, and then uh, Viv was running around like just freaking out. She, you know, like, um, and I was like, I was like, yo, you gotta grab my thumb. I was like, grab my thumb, bring it to the <laughs> ER. And she's like, okay. Yeah, she's so rattled <laughs> yeah, at this point. Tears. Dog. You said blood spewing everywhere. You're screaming, bring my thumb with you. She has no idea where it is. Right, probably. Exactly. Like, no yeah, she forgets yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. I've, oh. What she's supposed to do is just like, put it in her pocket. Right. I knew yeah. I was supposed to yeah. bring something. So I got, I, I turned and started running back, and I eventually got to the hospital. And uh, I, but I realized I couldn't make it to the ER. I wasn't going to be, I was starting to get a little bit woozy. And so I stumbled into the lobby, the main lobby by the gift shop of the, of St. Clair hospital. And, uh, and there was a cop sitting at the front desk and I just looked at him and I was like, I just looked at him and he looked at me and I just pulled my thumb out of my shirt. And he was like, Oh my God. He's like, he's like, he's like, somebody get a wheelchair. And he's like, like, he calls all the people. They swarm me. You know, I sit down in the wheelchair and that's when my adrenaline like shut off, you know, and I started to get real lightheaded. Didn't pass out though. I ended up, I ended up in the hot or I ended up in the, like an operating room, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, meanwhile, Viv is running behind me. She just decided to run too. She's running behind me with my thumb in a doggy bag. <laughs> she picked it up like a turd, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I'd love to meet this lady. She yeah, sounds no. like a rider now. No, 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 yeah, no. Okay. no. Comment rescinded. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, comment yeah. rescinded. <laughs> um, and she got to the ER and she's like, 
I have my boyfriend's thumb. And they're like, who's your boyfriend? And she's like, the mother. Andy Feathers, like uh, Andy Feathers, he's got to be here. And she's like, and they're like, mm, no, we don't have anything on this guy. And she's like, well, did he not, where is he? Did he not make it? You know, and they're just like, here, sit down, put the, put, well, here's some ice, put it on ice, fill out this paperwork. So she's sitting in the ER filling out paperwork with my severed thumb. In like a cup of ice, like yeah. from like the water dispenser. Yeah. Like, and then oh I think God. like I, my bed rolled past her in the ER. And she's like, that's him. Yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah. And so she just followed me. And I laid there, I was laying there in the hospital and they told me they couldn't do anything for me at that hospital. So they sent me in an ambulance oh, God. downtown. Holy shit. It was ridiculous, dude. And the, the, one of the paramedics was actually a kid that I um, directed in the high school play. <laughs> Did he like you? So shout out to him. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't, it's, was that? Did he like you? I think he liked me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were cool. We were having, I remember having a decent conversation with him. He let you live in that ambulance. He yeah. probably could have taken you out if you really didn't like yeah, you. Like, I true. told you I should have been the second fucking Ooh. lead role. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, you had him as like a tree in the background <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that we accidentally put too much anesthesia on him. He's, he's we lost done. him. He died. We lost him. Yeah, we lost him on the way. Um, but so they're taking me into surgery, and the stipulation was if – um, if I was going, if they were going to repair it, I would be in intensive care for at least a week while they checked to make sure that it was going to, the reattachment was going to work. Mm -hmm. And I, so I told them, I was like, look, if it's not going well, just close me up. If it's not a guarantee, just close me up. I'll, I'll be a half thumb guy forever. It's no big deal. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. Thumb, right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Thank God. One and a half thumb guy forever. And my dad, when he heard that that was going to be the case, freaked out. He's like, he's like, my boy. He's like, no. He's like, he's like, give him my toe. Give him my toe. He can have my toe. And I was like, dad, dad, you've had athlete's foot for 20 years, man. I was like, and your calluses, the calluses on your feet are the size of half dollars. Like, I don't want, I don't want your fucking toe. Yeah. You know? So, but I, if it was I, a nice toe, you would have took it. Well, he Honestly, no, I still didn't want it. He would have been an amputee. I would have been a fungal circus attraction. <laughs> but my hands, it would have been ridiculous. So, uh, so. A fungal circus attraction. <laughs> yeah. So I went in and, you know, came out. They, they couldn't do anything for me. They closed me up. And the guy, the guy made it look pretty damn good, I'd say. Fuck yeah, it yeah. Looks good. Everybody will see, everybody will see in the picture, you know, but, um, there are definitely some things now, like I can't roll a, a J anymore or a cigarette, oh, you know, man. can't Damn. do that. That's probably okay. I can't, um, I can't asphyxiate partners effectively during sex if that's <laughs> what they're into, uh, at least with my right hand. Uh, I can't turn nuts onto a bolt. You can't throw a football. And I can't throw a football larger than a vortex. <laughs> that's the biggest, yeah, it sucks, man. man. So life is... A little bit weirder yeah, now. You have it harder than I thought, honestly. Yeah. yeah. After you list those things. How many coolers have you owned? How many thumbs did God giveth and God taketh away? The higher the number, the more you'll appreciate a Yeti. Our coolers are molded using the same process used to make whitewater kayaks, so a Yeti is durable. Way more durable than human flesh. Sure, this process is more costly, but I dare you to put a price on the top half of your thumb. Yeti Coolers. 
Use a blade guard, you dumb fuck. All right, so next up we have this week's installment of Eli Explains. Before we do, sales guy Jack and our lawyer Edgar Schneider are forcing me to read the following disclaimer. Eli is nothing close to an expert. He's not a doctor or a lawyer or a scientist. He's merely a post child for ADD medicine who knows how to use Google. If you take his word as gospel, you do so at your own risk. This is simply a summation of Wikipedia articles, uninformed opinion, poorly constructed jokes, assume at your own risk, and be prepared for someone who is actually in charge to shoot multiple holes in these arguments to bring them up in public. Pause. So I decided that I think <laughs> what I want to do next time, now I just got to get it under, like, like if that was 25 well, seconds, I got to do Yeah, exactly. A second each time. Next. A second each time. And then, time. like, if I miss a word or stumble, we'll add time, but I think that's, that's yeah. what we got to do mm-hmm. because I'm just too. I'm just too awesome to just do that every time in one breath. That's too yeah. easy. Dude, but. we have to do, and anybody can do the show, auction. That's what we need to oh, have yeah. an auction. Maybe, Maybe the auction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't about me. This is Eli's segment. Right. Eli. Actually, that's perfect segue into the intro song. So I'm going to play it right now. <laughs> Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up, will you? Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Today, Eli explains <laughs> that pro sports are rigged. Oh, oh wow. This has been wow. a heated conversation, at least me yeah. and you have had off mic. So oh, I'm I love this. To see yeah, how you I love feel it. About this. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right. And so I first want to say, all right, I'm personally a sports fan. Like, I'm not hating right. sports. I'm not a sports hater. I don't think people that like sports are stupid, nothing like that. I like them myself. I hooped in college. You know, mm. I'm a sports guy. So you Not know. a big deal. Yeah. So I just, this is, this is my thing. I just want to talk mainly to the people who speak so confidently that sports aren't rigged. Me. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. One of like, they, they know, like they know for sure. Okay? I, yeah. You don't. Okay. Let's just put that out there. First, I'm going to start off by reading a list of things that are corrupt or rigged. Okay. Uh, I'll keep okay. it. It's probably one one millionth of the length I could have made it. Right. But uh, the media, healthcare, social media platforms, the government, Hollywood, religion, elections, reality shows, Wall Street, the food industry, the McDonald's Monopoly game, the Monopoly game at your own home. Everything. Everything is rigged. It's human nature. Okay. So, one one millionth yeah. of the length. But sports isn't on there. Right, right, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Now, here's the thing. I don't know. I don't have the answer of how it's done. I'm a guy who sits at home, cuts paper, okay? He cuts paper. I don't know the exact answer of how it's done. I have theories, you're about to explain. But here's the thing. I'm a guy who sits home, cuts paper, hangs out with you idiots, makes stupid videos for Instagram. (laughs) Like, if they can't fool me, okay? Like, I'm not investigating. Okay, exactly. so if they can't pull me, it wouldn't succeed. Fair enough. So right. how That's the hell the should I? If I sat here and said I know, then I'd be an idiot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So just to give a few examples of what's happened recently, the mob was rigging soccer matches all over the world. That got uncovered. Tim Donahue, the... Uh, Donaghy. He was the uh, NBA official who was rigging games. He was like more of a lone wolf, but... He claimed that the NBA was involved with this. Yeah, no way okay. he was a lone wolf. Right. Well, like, what the NBA said he was, you know. Right, of right, course. Independent right. Um, then the Chicago Black Sox, obviously, that was years ago, long time ago, but that mm-hmm. was in baseball. And then I read this article about Super Bowl three in the NFL. Um, it was a merger. It was when the Jets played the Colts. They're 18-point dogs. 
Broadway Joe. Yeah, Broadway Joe. Mm-hmm. Eighteen point dogs, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. uh, right. It was the AFL versus the NFL, right, and like right. that merger was huge for both merger owners. Was massive. It was huge for both owners. And that was the Super Bowl where he pr- he called it. Yeah. basically. Yep. Yeah, he said he guaranteed it. <laughs> yeah, eighteen point win. underdog. Yeah, <laughs> right, which is right. great. So yeah. I mean, mainly for me, it's this is a this is an issue of human nature. This is the way people just behave. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all of those things are corrupt. Religion got corrupt by, like, the Catholic Church got corrupted. You know, like, right. one of the things Started that should corrupt. never be corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. with the money back in and the day, like, the more you would pay, the more sins you would get. That was, like, the Church of England. Right. You yeah. know, like, the more sins you could commit if you paid more money to the church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you you know, now, now I'm not, yeah, and I'm not saying all those things are bad things or the church or religion are bad things. I'm just saying they all end up corrupt because people are fucking pieces of shit right 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 so and then obviously the pedophile shit but whatever let's move on let's get off that right um, we're talking about <laughs> fiscal corruption here yeah. specifically yeah well right? you know yeah for the most part yeah so um worldwide this is just a cool stat worldwide over a trillion dollars is bet on sports every year which is and that's only reported yeah. right yeah i mean who knows right. really the true number right. but um so each league i just want to give everybody a rundown on the um net worth or whatever the value of the leagues so do you guys want to guess um let's go i got the top six right here so what do you think is the most uh valuable league in the world is like world soccer like or like world soccer is not like a thing um epl i'll go to the epl english premier league soccer that is actually fifth oh fuck damn okay. I mean, I have no, oh, I have no like clue. My boat. Worldwide, I have no clue. I mean, I was thinking of the U.S. and I was going to say the NFL. Yeah, so NFL is one okay. worldwide, okay. thirteen billion dollars, followed by the yeah. NBA, Major League Baseball, wow. which is ten NBA. billion dollars. But they're uh, they're like, well, that's another topic of discussion. And then but, NBA. Uh, then the NBA, which yeah. is seven point four. Then, interestingly, the Indian Premier League for cricket. It's 6.3. Wow. Then the EPL, English Premier League Soccer, 5.3. And then NHL is 4.4. Wow. So to give a little comparison here, I picked the NFL, which is $13 billion company. Ford Motor is actually a $13 billion company. Okay. Wow. And uh, wow. one time they had uh, a car called the Ford Pinto. Are you guys familiar yeah. with that? Yeah. Okay. The bumper was yeah, made so of the <laughs> engineers chose to place the fuel tank at the back of the car directly <laughs> between the rear bumper and the rear axle. <laughs> yeah. So when they Great got, idea. yeah, so when they, a kid like burned 90% of his body, um, they got sued and stuff. Uh, a memo came out called the Pinto, well, it was named the Pinto memo. Mm-hmm. And it included a cost benefit analysis weighing the cost of an $11 per car fix against the cost of settling cases, including death or injury. Oh my God. Wow. That, that, moved, that went public? That like, started, yeah, yeah, oh I got, my God, yeah, funny. that was like an internal email. People Wait, so say s- that again. It was a, it was a cost benefit analysis. So they were seeing if, if they had to fix the $11, you know, fix on yeah, each car. Right times X amount of cars, if that would be greater or less than the cost of settling the death or injury cases that might occur Holy from this shit. incident. Yeah. yeah. It's ruthless, yeah. bro. So yeah. that like yeah. that kind of decision was made. So you're not talking about the thirteen point uh, thirteen and a half point spread on a non conference game between the Jets and the Rams. You're talking about somebody jetting down the street and ramming into the back of a Ford Pinto and trapping your customer in a steel cage of Inferno to die a slow, <laughs> agonizing death. Right, yeah. right. Yes, right. that's exactly what okay. you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Cost so, benefit analysis. <laughs> right. So now we're moving on to the MLB, which there is a um, French luxury jewelry brand called Cartier. Maybe okay. you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, well, that, Cartier. You know, and they sell diamonds and other things like that. But mm-hmm. 
The diamond industry is actually a complete sham. Since the 1930s, diamond production has increased a hundredfold. It's believed now that there's a quadrillion tons of diamonds on Earth. <laughs> the reality is diamonds are more commonplace than ever before. And since the introduction of diamond marketing, brands have implemented strategies to portray diamonds as a scarce commodity to control the supply and demand and sell them at higher price points. Wow. Every other year, there is placed media coverage around the world about the world running out of diamonds. Holy shit. And aren't people dying in mines and wars being fought over mining these things? Yeah, dude. You've seen Blood Diamond. That like this isn't a mid July matinee in the NL West here we're talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's serious stuff. Uh, and this is the one that started it all. The NBA's role in the two thousand eleven dunk contest. DeMar DeRozan, Serge Ibaka, JaVel McGee, Blake Griffin. This is the mm. greatest. I'm not like a huge, huge conspiracy guy, but I do enjoy a nice one. Mm -hmm. And I, this is the only one I've ever caught live in my own experience. Like right, I fucking right, right. nailed this on the couch, just probably fucked up with oh, my in boys real time. in college. In yeah, real watching time. the dunk contest, yeah. 2011. Okay. DeMar DeRozan goes between the leg, oop, from behind the hoop, first try. 44. Damn. Pretty dope dunk. Mm -hmm. Serge Ibaka jumps from behind the foul line. Like, legitimate foul line dunk. First try. They gave him a 45. Robbed. Ja unbelievable. JaVel McGee, okay, he put two mm -hmm. hoops side by side. This might honestly be one of the sickest dunks of all time. I remember yeah, this He one. ooped the ball, one of the balls, off the first board, caught that one, dunked it on the second hoop, and put the, the one he carried in the first hoop. He threw the ball. Oh, sick. sick right. as yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Sick as fuck. 50. Blake Griffin okay. does a one foot 360 on his second try, gets a 49. 49. Yeah, Four ridiculous. points more than Serge Ibaka's first try, legit foul line dunk. And more than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. You guys got to go look this up. Yeah, it's that's on cheap. the internet. That's cheap. Okay. Then in the second round of the first, second dunk of the first round, DeMar DeRozan scoop oop like that one Aaron Gordon did. Mm -hmm. It was the first time anyone seen it on a big stage, so he got a 50. It was, okay. it was dope. Yeah. Then Serge Ibaka put a stuffed animal on the rim, like a little stuffed oh, yeah, animal, yeah, and that. he bit it with his mouth and did like kind of like a windmill thing, brought it down. 45. 45. <laughs> JaVel McGee dunked three balls. He <laughs> took two balls up, and a guy ooped him, and he dunked the third. Mm -hmm. 49. And then Blake Griffin did a windmill off the side of the backboard, like oop, like yeah, a normal right. windmill off the side of the Standard, board. Yeah. 46. It gets to the final. And the I'm hell? sitting there, dude. I'm sitting there with my boys, and I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, because the they wanted Blake Griffin to be, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. They just want him in the final. So it comes out, okay? This is the year. He gets in the final. What drives onto the court? Dun 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 dun. Akia. Kia Optima. <laughs> Akia Optima. Blake Griffin, who's sponsored by Kia, yeah. is now going to jump over Akia Optima. Kia. Okay, and I'm calling bullshit all day long on this. Yeah. Then in an interview in 2016, five years later, people were coming at him like, why'd you jump over the hood of the car? You should have jumped over the roof. And he quoted, I wanted to jump over a convertible, but I wasn't allowed to. It had to be a Kia Optima. I wanted to have Baron Davis <laughs> and some of my teammates roll out in a convertible and then just toss the ball straight up and jump over the whole thing. But instead, I had to jump over the hood. Yeah wild yeah that's ridiculous so complete so the complete obvious manufacturing <laughs> of blake griffin in there because of kia right. sponsorship right. money yeah totally planned yeah totally planned okay
Well, I mean, and that's and that's just a dunk contest. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so here, and then I guess moving on to the NHL, whatever. I'm sure they're cheating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't dog my you hockey much yeah, No, no, yeah. I love hockey. Yeah, I love no, hockey, but like, I'm just saying, you know, in turn, you know, like, what, how much more do I got to say? Here? I think what you're right. saying the, is we should try and rig some hockey games. Yeah, Nobody <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Maybe, hockey yeah. is still an untapped market, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know, 4.4 billion? That's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> untapped <laughs> untapped market. So, yeah, to summate the whole thing, this is my argument, people. I don't know who's doing it, but based on human nature, it has to be happening. It just has to be right, happening. It's probability. There's no way it's not happening, okay? Mm-hmm. Way worse things are happening all over the world in every kind of system, every kind of organization, business. They don't give a fuck. People die because healthcare is rigged. Like, we're talking countless, countless, countless people are dying in America from not being able to get medicine and shit, and you think the fucking football game isn't rigged for t- six points like how fucking stupid are you yeah, yeah. i'm just saying this don't don't say confidently that they're not rigged that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. and i guess as just to give a theory if you want to know um, my theory personally is that i think the officiating has a lot to do with it i think you can that's the easiest way to change a game is just to change the officiating and there's like no way you could really like get caught you know what i mean like right, unless right. you had evidence like hard evidence whistleblower like, yeah something like that don right. he actually no did Don blow the whistle he said um he said the nba would do this is they would incentivize refs in the playoffs they would hire refs for the first round right their best mm-hmm. refs are you know most well-known refs for the first round then they'd say maybe after game one let's say the rockets are playing they're like, yo, you need to call Harden for pushing off more. Mm-hmm. They, they watch right. the film. They're like, Harden need, Harden's pushing off too much. Call that. So then they watch the film of the refs and see if they're calling that or not. And if the refs don't call that well, they don't move on to the second round. And there's a huge pay, jump in pay if every Damn. round of the playoffs you go. So basically so they, financially in, they financially incentivize the officials to call specific things and that obviously, I mean, that's enough right there to make right. you want to do stuff. So what he said he would do is they would have these meetings like, yo, you need to be calling Allen Iverson for carrying or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he'd know like that, that night they're going to crack down on him. So he's probably going to carry the ball five times. So he would bet the other team. Right. He would tell the, his boys in Vegas like, yo, uh, Iverson's damn. about like, and I'm about to hit him with a few of these calls. Right, 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 right. right. And he's going to get pissed early. He's right. not going to have a good game. Right. They're probably, gonna they're probably going to lose. Yeah. yeah. They basically yeah. forced Donahue to do right. that. And you, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, you? so uh, exactly, um, and so that yeah, that's just that makes it so obvious. And if you look at these leagues, like these are thirteen billion dollar companies. Ford is doing that. They don't want to ruin their repu. They don't care about like they're risking their reputation and letting people fucking die in a blazing inferno uh, to save right. some save a little bit of cash. Right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Do you, do you think the NFL wants the Patriots in the Super Bowl or the fucking, like, Dookie Dolphins or some shit? You know, right. if it comes right. down to it, they want the marquee matchups, they want the storylines, and they can rig it, even if it's just ever so slightly. That Why wouldn't you do that? If, if Coppertone, the fucking uh, sun, you know, yeah, sunblock, whatever, company. if they could make the clouds go away five more percent, you don't think they'd be like, yeah, we're down? I think like, they would obviously, be down. obviously, dude. Yeah. Duh. It's, you know what I mean? It's mm. so fucking obvious. Oh, I don't no, know. Next thing you're going to tell me that Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think. Shh, man. My child listeners. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, after this argument, Eli, uh, I mean, I have, I have no confidence. There is nothing on earth more rare. Unicorns, mermaids, diamonds.
winning the lottery, shark bites, diamonds, feeling understood, true love, diamonds. Come here, come here, diamonds. Did you remember to pick up the kids from school today? Diamonds. Let's order pizza tonight. Ugh, we always order pizza. Diamonds. I think your drinking is out of control. I think my drinking is the only thing I can control. Diamonds. It's over, Jack. I'm taking the kids. Diamonds. Go then. Just get the hell out of here. Diamonds. 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 They're slipping away. All right, everybody. So to wrap up this week's episode, let's do another installment of Beat or Beat Those Cheeks. If you're not familiar, this is where we throw out a couple topics that we're going to talk about. If we are into them, uh, we are beating those cheeks because it feels so good. Mm -hmm. And if we're not into it, they are beat as hell. So mm -hmm. uh, the those first cheeks. Beating those cheeks. Beat those, beat those cheeks. So the first. <laughs> easy. Sound effects. Easy. Easy with the sound effects. Easy, boys. Easy down, big <laughs> fella. Um, so the first easy one that we are going to jump into is a person. <laughs> attack um personally my favorite types of beater beat those cheeks um <laughs> handkerchiefs so this comes off oh. the fact that we were recording i don't know sunday maybe for the reunion app we were in here for a long time and andy all of a sudden whips out a handkerchief out of his back pocket and just starts <laughs> wiping non-existent sweat off his neck and back so i asked him i was like so do you use that to like blow your nose? Like are you walking around with a pocket full of boogies? Like I was like, no, I just use it to sweat. And I go, are you sweating right now? And he said, no. So I guess like <laughs> there's no reason based on your uh, explanation that we should be carrying handkerchiefs. And I am firmly beat on them. My dad used to have one. It's the first time I remember like mm. roasting someone as being like a little kid just going up to my dad and be like, you just like blow your nose in a tissue and like put it back in your pocket. Like what the <laughs> fuck's going yeah, on there? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you want to uh, defend your position of carrying a hanky or, or just, what. Yeah, no, I think I actually remember my dad did the same thing. And I remember being that being the first like question about life that I had. You know, like, why Why are you carrying your snot around? What was the justification? It must have worked. I, you know, I think the justification came when I started doing it. You know, I was like, you know what? This does, it is nice to have this thing on me. But no, that is not why. I don't usually care. I've been carrying a handkerchief lately because there are no, I don't have any paper towels in my place. Uh, you know, toilet paper's low. We're running low on napkins. I'm not using wait, a handkerchief. Yeah, yeah, wait a second. I know. All right. Wait a second. I, yeah, You're that, wiping your ass with that No, that sounded now? bad. That yeah. sounded bad. So, but, okay. I, I, I guess, Eli, do you want to jump in here uh, before I, do, I continue I, had a, I have an important question. Yes. How much does your nose run? I, I, I mean. Are you sniffling all day? I tend to have, I tend to have a runny nose all leaky the time. Orifices? I have bad, not leaky. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't have leaky orify. I have a second follow-up. I have a second follow-up question that's kind of like a two-parter and then this will wrap this up. Um, how many handkerchiefs do you have like in your rotation? Is it just one? No, no. I have like five handkerchiefs And in like my how often are you switching slash washing these things? Uh, I mean, I, I switch them. I have, like I said, I have five in the rotation. So depending on, usually I'm just using it to dry my hands. I'm washing my hands so goddamn much. 
I, I want something instead of wiping it on my pants Look, and yeah, shirt. You like how he flipped that? He flipped that because he, he went from wiping his ass and shit with it. <laughs> and he, and now he's was like, yeah. he's changing ass. the narrative, folks. He wipes his ass with it. He wipes his ass. He blows beat. his nose. Yeah. He wipes his hands after it's he does beat. everything. He's Shut just, him down. Shut gross. him down. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the topic. Beep, beep, That's not what I was doing. All right. So let's move on to the next one. The next one is something that I saw on Twitter this week that like really had me hyped up and mad and I'm interested to see how you guys feel about it. So Yelp, we're all familiar with the app Yelp, right? Huge yes. little uh, the mob, the new mob. Exactly, right. The mm-hmm. the sounding board for angry suburban moms to talk about how their Olive mm-hmm. Garden was cold. Um Karen. Yeah, exactly. Deb, Karen, Carol, all yeah. the, all of them in a book club. Uh, but anyway, so I saw this tweet from uh, the pub and chip shop, which is right down here on Carson Street. I think owned by Piper's Pub. Don on Carson. Like Piper's, Carson. Yeah, Piper's owns the pub and chip shop. Great little donuts, great little spot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Great stew at Piper's, too. Yes. Oh. I mean, Piper's is fire, dude. Fantastic. Top fish and chips. I know that's mm-hmm. contested on this, but like oh, not a fish goodness. sandwich, but fish and chips. Very good there. Okay. Um, different. Yeah. Um, I mean, Piper's is good fish and chips. I mean, yeah. you have. when's the last time you've been there? A few years Very ago. Very recently. Two, a couple oh, months two, ago. Two, three years. Yeah, two, three years. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so <laughs> Piper's had a screenshot of this thing on Yelp that was basically like, if you go on Yelp right now, it's probably taken down at this point, and you're looking up a uh, pub and chip shop something pops up like a banner ad that basically says, Hey, local restaurants like pub and chip shop are really experiencing some tough times with COVID-19, all the restaurant closures and changes, whatever. If you want to donate to them, like outside of ordering, just like, boom, hit this button right here. This money goes directly to pub and chip shop. So fucking pub and chip shop, uh, snapshots, that thing Mm -hmm. tweets it out and is like, uh, I don't know what Yelp's talking about here. No one from here has ever been contacted by Yelp. We have no idea where this money's going. If you donated to this, we appreciate it, but we're not seeing it. Reach out what to Yelp hell? and see what's going on. Pipers then jumps in and says, we feel the same way. Nobody reached out to us. Yelp is bullshit. So it's like, I guess this kind of goes back. This is a perfect theme of not to get too deep of like things being rigged, but like even in this like international pandemic, when people are like fucked, like Yelp is mm-hmm. like, well, like we could really cut down on the marketing budget for this week <laughs> by getting some people to just donate to this thing that doesn't exist. So like, I, I think I know that how we're all going to feel on this. I'm beat on this move by Yelp, but it's like, I guess I, I, I don't respect it, but it's like, I understand it. Like that's, it, it doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? It pissed me off, but it didn't surprise me. But sports me. aren't rigged. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Like, yeah, it didn't surprise me at all. Everything's corrupt. Everything's corrupt, except sports. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, it's. I, you change your opinion on uh, sports. I'm being not hit. ready to say that. I'm not ready to say that. Uh, <laughs> basically, case did. by case basis. Basically, did. But like, I don't know. Do you, how do you guys feel about it's this Yelp? Yelp, Yelp. That move is obviously beat. I mean, that and unanimous across the board beat. Right. Uh, Yelp itself. It's a shame what it became. I thought it was a cool idea, but now it it. Literally, he's like mm-hmm. the gatekeeper to success for a restaurant. So, um, I think it's beat all around. Yeah, Yelp in general is beat yeah, all yeah. around. Yeah, you know, it depends. I guess it depends on if you're pro-corruption or anti-corruption. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're pro-corruption, that's um, you got to beat those cheeks. You know, that's a nice that's a nice move. No. Yelp is. You know, capitalizing on yeah, on so goodwill, but if you're listening to us, uh, goodwill in a pandemic, right. right? Yeah, go ahead and maybe uh, throw Yelp a little delete if you have it downloaded on your phone. I did that yeah. just to kind of as a little fuck you. I don't know if it really matters one little delete, but maybe maybe a couple people do it and Yelp will see that they're messing up. But anyway, let's move mm-hmm. on to the final one for this week. Uh, very simple, very straightforward. 
John Mayer. So John Mayer, uh, obviously, I, I I love John Mayer, but he is in the news kind of recently because David Geffen, who I'm, I might mess this up and I apologize, CEO of like Atlantic Records, I'm pretty sure, big big guy in the record industry, mm-hmm. head of one of the big labels, sent out an Instagram, a classic, uh, out of touch celebrity Instagram of like his <laughs> enormous fucking yacht, like in this beautiful sunset in this open water with nothing around. And he's basically <sighs> like, this is where I'm socially isolating. I know it's tough for everybody. It's tough for me too. Like totally dead serious like right just like out of touch tweet right he was getting absolutely hammered for it online john mayer does like i don't know if it's an instagram live or like a podcast video or something regularly where he like broadcasts out talks to people mm-hmm. he wrote this little song in his most recent one just absolutely hammering david geffen it was yeah. called like like drone yacht shot he just like kept saying like drone yacht shot but honestly that That's was just great. a great springboard for me to just at least i'm not telling you guys how to feel right right i Love John Mayer, dude. I think he's funny. He's unbelievably talented. I mean, he's got a sick solo career. He's tour. He's filling in for one of the greatest lead men of all time right. with the Grateful Dead. Like, mm-hmm. people just, I don't know anybody who doesn't fuck with John Mayer, unless it's one of you two. But, like, so beat or beat those cheeks, John Mayer. Eli, I'll throw it to you yeah. first. Uh, you got to beat those cheeks. Have to, right? I mean, it's, he's just the best. What's he ever done that you don't like John Mayer for? Nothing. That and, it's, and, like, yeah, everything is cool. Right. It's like there's nothing bad, and then everything he does is sick. One thing, like, is he, (laughs) and I, like, would respect this if the answer is no. Like, has he ever, like, dated anybody, like, famous? Jessica Simpson, I thought, didn't he? Wait, yeah, he's, like, famous for dating famous chicks. He he rakes it in. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I'm not the biggest John Mayer fan as I thought. See, that's the only only downside I've heard about John Mayer is that he's just an asshole to his chicks. Yeah, I guess that could be true. But I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, know to what extent. You know, is he? Is like, but I guess that was my point. Is he like, just he's normal not, relationship like, asshole. And like, I guess stuff? this is right, aggressive. Right. You know, but like, like he doesn't have like Chris Brown. Like I've never heard of him. Right, like, being exactly. A dick to a chick, maybe. Like I don't know. Right. But, yeah. Like, there's there's a line between we our relationship didn't work out and you were a jerk about how it ended and then uh, like a, a you know abuse or something like that. I. I'm always beating John Mayer's cheeks. I love it. I yeah. love the guy. Like, I, his Instagram is hilarious, dude. Yeah. Your ringtone is your um, body is a wonderland, right? Yeah, it was for a long time, yeah. Yeah, until I changed it to gravity. Um, gravity. It's working against me. Just turn into this. Um, but he has this little, yeah, do you hear those You want to sing some John Mayer maybe to, to, to lead Ooh, us out on the show? Maybe, maybe. A, That could be a good little, let's see. All right, if you're truly a big John Mayer fan, let's see you have the floor now to lead everyone out. <laughs> yeah, John, John Mayer. If you ever hear this, we're all yeah. beating your cheeks. Exactly, and don't take this uh, this tribute song that Andy's about to do in any type of way as uh, liking or not liking you, because we love you whether Andy can sing this or not. So before Andy goes into this and takes us out, let's remind everybody: uh, Instagram, the questionnaire will be updated this week. Hit that, Eli. Yeah. The in- Instagram, Instagram at the anybody can do this show. No spaces, caps, numbers, nothing straight. Also, make sure you're following on Twitter. We changed the Twitter handle this week. Um, it's at all caps, A-C-D-T underscore capital P, lowercase O-D. So that's at A-C-D-T underscore pod. So make sure you're following on Twitter, too. So without any further ado, Andy, please serenade us out. We got the afternoon. You got this room for two. Oh, my stomach. One thing I'd love to do 
Discover me. You know, as executive producing mistake by me, what? I'm going to bring in our, our song that we always close. That was terrible. There's something about See the way week. the hair falls in your face.